What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Borger Sports Podcast. This is episode 20. We made it 20 episodes. I'm here with my good friend, Michael Kano. What's up, buddy? 20 episodes in. Yeah. Did you see us being here? Sure. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Why not? That's great. Uh, the Borger Sports Podcast is brought to you by our official sponsor, the Plumley Real Estate Group. Plumley Real Estate Group is brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. Thank you, Pumley Real Estate Group. That's right. Man. Uh, dude, your bills last night. Hey, what can I say? We shoveled some snow. They look good. Took care of some business. They are playing hot right now. Yeah, they were. I mean, honestly, it was just a few weeks back. I was I was thinking we're not we're not making it into the playoffs. Sure. Like we're it's a stretch. <laughs> you know, and then it was kind of like, oh, we got a chance. We might actually oh, they look good last night. We might night. actually win the division. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll just have to, I'm just, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not, we're playing good right now. That's all I'll say. Yeah. We're playing good. We're playing consistent. We're playing good. On another note. Yeah. There's some teams that are not playing. We're not playing good this weekend. Oh my gosh. We have some teams that have fallen off and then some shocker surprises. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the Eagles lose last night to the Bucks. We've been talking about that for the last couple of weeks, you know, just kind of falling off. And You can and kind of see that one coming, honestly. Did you? Did you see it? Was it I just injuries so. that you felt I like thought were so. coming? I thought all week the Eagles are going to lose to the Buccaneers, man. After the Giants game, I really was kind of like, what is going on here? Sure. You know, and so I, I won't say that I was surprised. I won't. I don't think they completed a third. I, I have to go back and look, but, you know, for the majority of the night, they hadn't Converted on a third yeah. down. They pulled the Cardinals is what they did. They went it ten was and one, crazy, and then tanked the rest of the season. Remember, the Cardinals did that a couple of seasons ago. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then uh, then the team that everybody's talking about, a twelve in our team. neck of the woods. Sure, yeah. You know, the Dallas Cowboys at home against the Green Bay Packers. Just did they did they show? I wasn't sure if they were at the game or not. Um, it just didn't show up to play, man. No, it was kind of like they overlooked. I think they overlooked that what Green happened? Bay a little bit. And you're looking at a 12-win team that is officially out now in the wild card round. They lose this game 48-32. to 32. Michael, here's my question for you. Sure. Is this the end for either Mike McCarthy or Dak Prescott or both? Maybe. Thoughts? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see, you know. Well, there's lots of good coaches out there available right now. Uh, it'd be really easy to re- replace uh, re- replace Mike McCarthy, I think. Yeah. Uh, I've never thought he was that great of a coach anyway, uh, but whatever. Um, I think he's more likely to get replaced than Dak Prescott at this point. Yeah, and, you know, it just se- it seems like I don't know where they're at as a team. Did mm-hmm. the team... Are they giving up on McCarthy? Are they are they falling off on McCarthy? Are they still trust him? I don't know. I don't know. It, and, and it just it doesn't make any sense. You're you're looking at a really strong team here, twelve mm-hmm. win team, and all of a sudden the wheels fall off. Sure. Here at the very end, you know you have the home game winning streak going on. We lose at home, right, to Green Bay, who hasn't been dominant. Young quarterback. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I will say this. I think Dak. I, I think he gets a lot more flack than necessarily what he deserved, but it is no doubt he does not know how to win big, sure. and especially if they're 
if they're behind. If they're ahead, right? You know what I'm saying. He yeah, he's very yeah. accurate. He can keep a lead going on. But if they're behind, it just seems like he doesn't he doesn't perform well in those situations. Right. So yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, mean, I was thinking as a non Cowboys fan, you know, like I was looking at that game all week. Yeah. Just like, like it's so. It's just so like the Dallas Cowboys to lose that game. Yeah. And so, like, I was ready for it all week. I was just like, <laughs> the Packers are going to beat the Cowboys. Yeah. And it's just kind of, I just I had was, a feeling they were going to do I it. I was surprised. I was surprised, uh-huh. especially the way that the game was going in the first half. Sure. But, you know, you just got to look at it and say, what yeah. is really going on? I know Michael Irving had a tirade online. I mean, he Did just he? went I hadn't off. Seen it. And I think there is some frustration. And, and, mm-hmm. You know, where's the changes that need to be made? Yeah. I think that you're going to see some big changes with the Cowboys in this offseason. Yeah, I, 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 I do. I don't see how they couldn't have some big changes. Sure. He, yeah. It's just, you go in with those that those kind of expectations of playoffs and just basically don't show up. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you would have told me that, I thought they were going to lose the game, honestly, all week. Really? I, I just had a feeling. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. Um, and it's easy for me to say that now after they lost, right? But, <laughs> but uh, like, I didn't think, I thought they would lose like a close game. Yeah, sure. I didn't think, I mean, they just, they, it, the game was never close, really. No, it really wasn't. I mean, they tried to make it interesting towards the end there. Yeah. A little bit, I guess. But I think if you're a Packers fan, you were never really concerned about it, right? I mean, this final score looked a lot closer than what the game actually was. I think so. And so, anyway. It is what it is. And so, we're at the divisional rounds now. I will tell you, as a 49ers fan, it has me really worried <laughs> about next Sunday. Because me... you're you're right. Your 49ers are now going to be facing yeah. the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, and they're and hot. They're very playing. hot team. They're playing on fire right they're now. They're playing their best right now. Yep. And how many times have we talked about that? You know, peaking at the right time mm-hmm. is part of the battle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can push really hard and you can get them to start hot, but if you don't peak at the right time, you're you're looking like an Eagles team right now that's yeah. falling off at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, injuries or whatever it might be. And so yeah. 49ers and Packers and then the Lions and the Bucks. How about yeah. the Lions getting that win? Oh yeah, big win. You know what I'm saying? Just proud. I'm so happy for that organization. Yeah, me too. I am. Me I too. Really I was am. pulling for them. Sure. So, I mean, I never root for the Rams anyway, but Man, how can you not, unless you are a Rams fan, how could you not be rooting for the Lions to beat them? Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's kind of, yeah. you know, they don't always, it's, I mean, it's Detroit. Detroit sure. hasn't, sometimes they get a bad name because yeah. of bad boy image or whatever, but come on, the Lions. Oh, yeah. They've always had heartbreak. Give them a little bit of something here. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. See. And then on the other side of it. You got the Ravens getting a week off. They're going to go against a Texans team that looked fantastic. They did. They're at all cylinders going. I in. mean, I, it, CJ, both sides of the ball, special CJ team, Stroud, I, rookie of the year. That guy, I think oh, yeah. so. I, I really do. Yeah, I what a character he, guy, too. Oh, yeah. I sure. love him. Absolutely. Yeah. And the Chiefs played in the frigid cold. They I did. cannot believe they played that game. It's insane, man. It is. Yeah, it was not as cold as they thought it was going to be. I guess. Which is insane. It was still the fourth coldest game in NFL history. My gosh. Is what they said. Yeah. I think like... Negative... What was it? Negative... Negative, negative four with the wind chill? Like negative 24 or something insane. like that? That's insane. That is exactly. insane. Yeah, it was hey, cold here too. Game, so. Yeah. 
They played it. They won. And so now they're going on to the next round against the Buffalo Bills. They are. Good games. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be good. But hey, we got some local action going on too. We do. Let's take a look at it. All right, let's go. The rundown. I'll start off here, kicking it off with wrestling. So here are the results from the Hereford Rumble in Hereford, Texas. On the girls' side, uh, the girls finished in fifth place. Uh, Loyola Sanchez in the 114-pound division got third place. Nicole Soldovia, fourth place in 126. Lily Ramos wrestled really well, coming up third place in 152. Mindy Johnson, fourth place in the 185 division. Ariana Chavez holds on to her number one ranking, getting first place in the 235 division. And then uh, Joanna Stevens, who's really coming on strong, second place right behind her in the 235. Mm -hmm. And then the boys were there at the Hereford Rumble as well. They ended up finishing up in 18th place. Victor Cervantes, 14th place in 138. Maddox Durbin, 16th place in the 150 division. Rylan Smith, 13th place in the 150 division. Santiago Moreno, 10th place in the 157. Hayden Phillips, 13th in the 157. Elias Diaz, 14th place in the 165 pound division. Melchizedek Henninger, your favorite wrestler, the 13th place in the 165 division. Camden Weber, 13th place in 175. James Keeney, 13th place in 190. Gustavo Gus Robles in 12th place. In the 285, and then Maverick Lopez, 16th place in 285. All right. All right, we got some basketball going on, too. The girls, Bulldogs, the Lady Bulldogs, girls, Bulldogs. The girls, Bulldogs. Yeah, (laughs) the Lady Bulldogs. uh, Last Tuesday on the 9th, they beat Dumas Demonettes 47 to 35. All right. And then they lost on Friday to the West Plains Wolves 68 to 36. The Lady Bulldogs are 13 and 9. Overall, and they are two and five in district play this year. Uh, the boys, uh, last Tuesday on the ninth, the boys lost to Dumas 61 to 41, but Taquellen Brooks finished the game with 25 points and 19 rebounds and three steals, just killing it. Yeah. Uh, Taquellen's killing it right now. Uh, Caden Jennings, uh, he added six points, and Nico Ponce, is that Ponce? Yep, added four. All right. Then they lost on Friday to the West Plains Wolves, 95-28. to 28, Kind of a big blowout yeah. there. Uh, Taquellen Brooks finished the game with 10 points and 9 rebounds. Braylon Contreras had 4 assists and 3 steals, and Christian Garcia added 2 points, 4 rebounds, and a steal. Uh, yeah, so that's, that kind of wraps up Bulldog basketball for this week. Yeah. Moving on to soccer action. There was a lot going on in soccer action, and so... The girls traveled south to the Lubbock Germ Blast Invitational, and they competed in the 4A division there. And they started off with a bang, going undefeated in pool play mm-hmm. on Thursday. Lubbock Cooper Liberty, they played them after playing them the championship at the WT Freeze, and they continued with that winning streak over there, winning 2-0 to zero, uh, with goals by Riley Lumpkin and London Salinas. Then they faced Amarillo High's JV. So Amarillo High's varsity mm-hmm. was in the 5A, 6A division, so they played their JV in the 4A division, which makes sense to me. Yeah. We beat them 2-0, both goals coming from Riley Lumpkin, and then San Angelo Lakeview uh, beating them 1-0 in a really rough and tough game. Uh, a lot of battling elbows and, and some talking going on there with a the goal 
by Riley Lumpkin gave mm-hmm. us the win. So that put us into the championship game on Saturday, and we were playing against Friendships JV in that championship game. So after a scoreless game, they went into PKs. Okay. Borger is tied two to two with Friendship at this point. Uh, you get five players. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with how this works, sure. you get your five, they get their five, and then you take turns alternating, mm-hmm. kicking to the goal. Right. It's tied two to two after the first five players go, but then a key block comes up for friendship in that second round of PKs. Uh, their goalkeeper came up big and gave them the win. Mm. But, you know, second place, a little bit disappointing at the end, but lots of positives to take from this. Defensively, the Lady Bulldogs didn't give up a single goal during regulation play for the entire tournament. Oh, wow, okay. And then obviously Riley Lumpkin came up big this week in four goals. Overall, right now, the girls are five. Two and one. All right. Yeah. All right. Boys soccer. They also traveled south to the Lubbock Germ Blast Invitational. They competed in the 4A division. The boys played really strong in pool play. Uh, they played uh, Lubbock Coronado and they got a win two to nothing uh, the, with two goals. With, sorry, with goals by Ulysses Castaneda and Noah Dimmitt. And then on, they played Lubbock Monterey uh, at JV uh, and they won four to two. So, two goals from Abdel Lozano and one goal each by Charlie Median and Adon Cardenas. Sorry. I can't talk today, dude. I don't know what's going on. No, not a problem. Uh, and then, uh, so sorry to all you guys out there. I can't, I'm not good with names. So, anyway, also, can I just say something here? Sure, go ahead. Part of, my pro- part of my problem with the names <laughs> is I know I'm going on a rabbit trail here, but I grew up in California yeah. where we pronounce things correctly. Oh, okay. Is that what and it is? I moved to Texas where people yeah. pronounce things just weird, you know? Like even... Give even, us an example. Get, here's the perfect example. Okay. Sitting right across from me right Give here. Give us an example. In this room is Michael Cano. That's how <laughs> your last name should be pronounced. That's correct. Isn't it right? That's right. It's Absolutely. Michael Cano. But Michael everybody Cano. here calls you Michael Cano. That's right. And so... It's just people here don't know how to pronounce things correctly. So when I see last names on here, I'm like, I think I know how I would say this. Yeah. But I'm not sure how people listening to this podcast would say this. So I hesitate sometimes when I come up upon names that I'm like, I'm not, I'm not sure how to pronounce this here. So listen, we're in Texas yeah. and we're in West Texas of all the Texases, which mm-hmm. West Texas is the best Texas. Sure. But. You know, things are a little bit different here. It's everything is Tex-Mex from the names to the food. So it's like, and it's, I mean, it it is a little bit different to be Mexican-American and live in West Texas or Texas. You know, I'm just going to tell you. Sure. Because you're never really fully Mexican and you're never really fully American. You're Part Mexican, part American, all at the same time. Right. You know, whereas where other people come from, their origin may be across an ocean, across a sea. Ours is right next door. And the Mexicans want you to be more Mexican than all the other Mexicans. And the Americans (laughs) want you to be more American than all the Americans. You know what? I just want you. tough. Kano, I just want you to be you, man. See, you just call me Kano. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. I have to now. That's who you, (laughs) that's what people call you here. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, you have you ever corrected anybody once? No, no, I don't correct people. Yeah, because I I knew a lot of like growing well, up in California. I knew a lot of people Southwestern California. Yeah, uh, I really I knew a lot of people named. It's the same last name. Yeah, 
And so you were the actually the first person I met in Borger, Texas. Yes. When I came correct. here to interview, yeah. you and Abby took me and Sarah out to dinner at the plaza. We had a great time. The plaza. Uh, and I remember being like, hey, we're, me we're meeting Michael and Abby Kano. Yeah. And you were like, people call me Kano. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Okay, here we are. West yeah. Texas. I mean, it was go. said by a lot of different people, but like really super coined by David Latamy, who's, who's a coach over in Stratford, longtime coach. And here's the deal. If it's a coach doing that to you, there's no way you're correcting him. Oh, yeah. Especially if he's chewing you out. Can you imagine getting your butt chewed out? <laughs> what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Well, coach, it's actually, it's actually Kano. You know, it's like, it's not happening. You just go with it. Right. It's like, sure. at that point, you're in trouble with a coach. You can call me dumbhead for all you want to. I don't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, that's my rant about the names. Uh, I really apologize. So from here on out, I'm just going to go with it. And if I pronounce it wrong, I'm sorry. I apologize. You can send me an email. BorgerSportsPod yeah. at gmail.com. <laughs> all right. Uh, finishing up boys soccer. They also played Plainview. They finished with a 1-1 tie with the goal by Luis Chepas Chavez. That name yeah. sounds familiar. The golden does, foot, right? Uh, the golden foot. All right. Uh, so, deja vu, right? Yeah. In the championship game against mm -hmm. Lubbock Estacado. Okay, so uh, regulation ended in a 2-2 tie with goals from Seth Pina and Noah Dimmitt. And so in, in penalty kicks, Charlie Medina scores first, and he's matched by Estacado, so it's 1-1. Yeah. And Adon Cardenas, he finds the goal, and then he's matched again, so it's 2-2. And Avery Adame keeps it going with the next goal, and it's now 3-3. Three three. I mean, it's goal for goal right here. Goal you got for two goal. teams that really want it. Yeah. This is where... Uh, the lights showed up, right? Yeah. Okay. So Justin Aguilar, he finds the net for the Bulldogs, and Estacado misses. Borger is up. He misses. Three. Borger's yes. got a chance. Awesome. So the last kickers are up. Chepas kicks the goal, but it is blocked. Oh. Okay. This is Estacado's last chance to tie it up. They got one okay. little guy left. They got one little guy left. He play, He steps up, and he fires off the kick. The keeper for the Bulldogs, Victor Cano, flies to the ball. He blocks it to give the Bulldogs the win and the championship. Let's Player of the game, Victor, coming up big. Yeah, coming up big, clutch Props. in the moment. Got your keeper there, getting the stop when he needs it most. Yeah. Win the championship, man. I don't even know if we're related. I'm just going to call him my kinfolk since he played so big. Yeah. The I'm going to claim him now. Does the team Primo, just run good out? Good job. Does the team just run out and clobber him i didn't get to be there i didn't yeah. get to see it but i can't imagine yeah oh i'm sure coach flores and the boys were just oh, ecstatic so overall the boys are currently three three and have two ties as well so yeah. man that's bulldog soccer it's exciting time for bulldog soccer right now Looking absolutely good. what fun hey uh we got some more of the rundown coming up for you we'll talk about fpc plainsmen and lady plainsmen basketball right after a word from our sponsor we would like to thank the Plumlee Real Estate Group. Plumlee Real Estate Group is the official sponsor of the Borger Sports Podcast. Are you looking to sell your current home or property or on the hunt for your dream home? Look no further than Plumlee Real Estate Group. Plumlee Real Estate Group is your trusted partner in finding the perfect property for you and your family or selling your current home in the competitive real estate market. Plumlee Real Estate Group's agents understand that buying or selling a home is a significant decision, and they are here to make the process as smooth and stress-free as possible. Plumlee Real Estate Group's team of dedicated and knowledgeable agents will guide you every step of the way, 
from listing your home or browsing listings to closing the deal. Join the many satisfied homeowners and sellers who have worked with Plumlee Real Estate Group. Contact Plumlee Real Estate Group online today at plumleegroup.kw.com to schedule a consultation. Plumlee Real Estate Group is brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. We are back after that word from the Plumley Real Estate Group. Uh, let's talk about some Frank Phillips basketball, man. Yeah, I've been, ready? I've been missing Frank Phillips basketball. We need some more Frank Phillips basketball action. We do. We do. I feel man. like for like ever, we were getting ready for that Wayland developmental game. Mm-hmm. We need to see some other competition. Yeah, we do. Uh, on Tuesday, last Tuesday, while we were recording, the episode for last Wednesday morning, uh, the men's FPC Plains men basketball team were playing Wayland Baptist, and they came away with the win, ninety-five to sixty-four here at home. Thompson Kamara led the way with shooting nine from fourteen from the field. He got twenty-two points. He also had six rebounds and eight assists and a steal. Amar Kadich also had twenty points and six rebounds, and Benny Kazadi had eighteen points off the bench. Very so, nice. Some good shooting there, good scoring from Absolutely. the Plainsmen. On Thursday, the 11th, they lost at number 13, nationally ranked number 13, Odessa College, 75 to 58. Uh, but Anthony, Letter- Anthony Walters had 18 points in the loss, uh, but overall the team shot 44%. Odessa shot 54. Uh, they lost on the boards as well, getting 10 less rebounds. And that's kind of the story in the game sure. right there. Yeah. Um, on the 15th, this last Monday, they lost at New Mexico Military Institute, 73-55. to 55. Uh, Benny Kazadi had 15 points. Philippe Mamich had seven, seven rebounds, and Jabari Harris had five assists. Uh, the team shot just 33% from the field, so just a poor shooting night for the Plainsmen. Kind of gave them another tough loss yeah. on the road right now. They currently sit at 3-12 and 12 on the season. Uh, but our Lady Plainsmen, uh, they played on Thursday as well. And they at Odessa College, uh, the women's team at Odessa College is ranked number 15. Oh, okay. Uh, so Odessa College, you know, kind of, I mean, they've got some good basketball teams. Men's team 13. That's what it sounds like. They got a double Odessa's ranking there 15. with the boys and the girls. Yeah. Sure. So the girls lost um, 82 to 63. Ayun Acott had 26 points. She made eight of her 12 three-point attempts. Nice. So uh, the girls are currently 11 and 5 on the season. Hoping they can turn things around here. Coming up, uh, they've lost the last four in a row. They were eleven and one before the break, and they yeah. lost their last four in a row. And we so, talked about that. The break just wasn't good for them. Yeah. Hopefully, we get some things turned around here, and mm-hmm. just you know, in now into the meat and potatoes of the of the season with uh, you know conference play and stuff like that. And so, yeah. hopefully, it turned around there. Yeah, that wraps up the rundown, though. Uh, let's get into what's coming up. Yeah, let's talk about the come up. So, in wrestling duels, we will be dueling with Dumas on Thursday, the eighteenth. And then big weekend coming up for the ladies as they will travel to Wichita Falls for the state dual championships. And I know right. we've talked a little bit about this. Again, eight teams, only eight from the state are invited. This is a 4A division. It's the first time they've had a 4A division. Okay. I think they're really trying to prompt the state to create that 4A classification that we've talked about. Because right now everyone's playing under 6A or 5A. And yeah. so I think they're trying to show, hey, we got enough here yeah. for a 4A conference in yeah. wrestling. Yeah. And so 
This is the first time that I know of that Borg's ever been invited to the dual state championships. So, and just really uh, looking forward to our girls going down there and performing, doing well. We're already proud of them. I mean, they've yeah. already accomplished. It's a big accomplishment just to be invited, but they want to show up and they want to get something done. They want to be state champions if they can. All right. Yeah. So, we're going to be really wishing for that. Basketball resumes this Friday, the 19th, at home against Hereford. So everyone come on out to Texana Gymnasium. We've got to cheer on this basketball team. Show them our support. We want a strong crowd, especially from our students. And then next Tuesday, the 23rd, we will be traveling to Perryton uh, in district play as well. And then soccer. Soccer action is going to be coming up. Girls will be traveling to the Coyote Classic. Uh, tournament in Wichita Falls this weekend, and the boys will host Lubbock Cooper on Friday the 19th here at Bulldog Stadium at 6 p.m., and then they will begin district play hosting Randall on Tuesday, January the 29th in Bulldog Stadium at 7 p.m. And then one last note, Michael, powerlifting started. I know they were in Panhandle this weekend. I didn't get results of that. Okay. But I want to say we took like close to 30 some odd power lifters. Mm-hmm. And so looking for great things from powerlifting. And uh, Sweet. I'll be touching base with uh, Coach Dickinson to get some information from them and how the season's going to go. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, as far as Frank Phillips basketball goes, uh, the men's and the women's teams will both be at home this Thursday, the 18th versus Midland College. That is a blackout game for our Plainsmen. Uh, it'll be at five. The games will start at five forty-five p.m. with the girls to start and the boys to follow. Uh, Midlands men's team is currently ranked number twenty two, number twenty-two uh, in the in the country. So uh, probably looking at a you know a, an uphill battle for our men's team that night, but hopefully they can come away with the upset against Midlands men's team. And then uh, the men's and women's teams again will both play on the twenty-second at Clarendon College with the girls game starting at 545 and the boys to follow um, immediately after. But that's what we got going on with Frank Phillips basketball. That's right. Yeah. A lot of good stuff going on in Borger. Mm -hmm. A lot of good sports going on in Borger. Yeah. Go out and support and let's continue working hard. Yeah. Y'all have a great week. We'll uh, see y'all next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Borger Sports Podcast. Thanks again to our official sponsor, Plumley Real Estate Group. Give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram to join the conversation. And feel free to contact us with any comments, questions, or advertising inquiries at borgersportspod at gmail.com.